Lexi Maker, the All Sports one, Network. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one on one, one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to the one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth, truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to one on one at Legacy Lake Sports Network. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? How's everybody doing? We are getting ready for another edition of One on One here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network, the Quick Ones Editions. You know, we've been rocking these quick ones out with the Power Rakers here over the first eight weeks of the NFL season. And, ladies and gentlemen, we are here at week nine. And boy, has this thing kind of just crept up on us midway through the season. Uh, great football pretty much every week. We've had some exciting games every week. It's just been a great time to be a NFL fan. So uh, a lot to take in that past this past week. Uh, some big injuries, uh, probably the biggest one. The one that's hurt my heart the most, especially on the fantasy front, losing Derrick Henry. Oh, my goodness. Derrick Henry is out for the rest of the season. Uh, they did uh, sign AP. And I was just like, wow, you know, I had AP on my team, but I let him loose. That's that's my fault. That's my fault. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Derek Derek Henry is gone for the season, and that that is probably the big one, uh, the one that's going to hurt a lot of people on the fantasy front. Just the Titans in general; they're the number one team right now, heading into Week Nine in the AFC. If the the playoffs started today, they would be the number one seed. Another big loss, of course, is Jameis Winston. You know, despite the victory over. The Buccaneers, that loss of Jameis Winston uh, is still going to hurt them a little bit. You know, even though Trevor Simeon came in and did some good things, it's still going to hurt that team just a little bit. So, uh, yeah, I mean, very interesting week eight. But we hit week nine tonight. We got the Jets and the Colts, uh, the Colts who hung tough with the Titans last week, hung tough with them, just couldn't pull that bad boy off in the end. Uh, but the Colts are still a really good team, in my opinion. Their, their, their record doesn't show how good that team could be at 3-5, and five, and Wentz has played a really good, had a pr pretty good season so far. Uh, also, the Jets, man, Mike White came out there balling as they beat the Cincinnati Bengals, who were the number one team in the AFC entering last week. Uh, so that has all changed <laughs> here in uh, the last week. But now we get ready for that game tonight. Colts and Jets uh, from Indianapolis should be an interesting one. If the Jets win this one, man, boy, oh boy, wouldn't that be something special? But I don't know. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is going to be tough. He'll probably more likely at this point be the leading rusher uh, as the season goes on in the league. But that is also something else we will have to see. All right, y'all, let's go ahead and get the power ranking started. And you know how we always start the power rankings. We start off with the bottom. All right, so here we are, the bottom of our power rankings, those bottom 12 teams uh, in the NFL at the current time. First, you got the Detroit Lions at 0-8. Uh, Detroit disappointed me this week. I picked Detroit in my pick em, um, and I thought, oh, well, you know, it won't be no big deal. You know, we'll be fine, and, you know, there's nothing to stress about, and, 
you know. But no, I was wrong. Detroit goes out there and they lose miserably to the Philadelphia Eagles. A, a much needed win for Philadelphia, in my opinion. They, you know, they've had a rough couple of weeks here and there. They've gotten some wins. They played tough in some matchups, uh, but they, you know, just weren't able to pull it off in certain aspects. But I like what I see now, and um, you know, I mean, they they still got a long ways to go. But big win for Philadelphia, winning that one forty four to six over Detroit. Detroit's zero and eight. They're at number thirty two. Man, I want Dan Campbell to keep his job after the season. But, man, I don't know, man. They're going to find a way to win quick. Number 31, the Houston Texans. Losers of seven straight. Uh, Tyrod Taylor could be, uh, you know, eventually making his way back. But this team just looks like they're in shambles. And it's hard to watch at times. So, um, you know, the Texans, ah, boy, that's that's all I really can say about that. Uh, number 30, the Dolphins. The Dolphins are 1-7 and seven on the season. And, you know, it, they've just had a tough break. I, the Dolphins were one team I really, truly thought that they would be, um, you know, be in the mix. You know, I thought they would be in the playoffs. I thought they would finish second in that division. And it does not look like that's going to happen at all. And it's uh, very disappointing, especially for those Dolphins fans out there that had high expectations this year. Uh, so, yeah, they're one in seven. And it's just been rough for them. Next, number 29, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Another team that I thought, you know what, maybe they'll ride the momentum of a victory. And they did not. They lost to Seattle um, hands down. And it wasn't uh it wasn't cute. Uh Seattle was able to handle that one 31 to 7. Uh the Jaguars are still young, just don't have enough pieces around Trevor Lawrence. I don't know what, you know, you know, Tony Khan's got to do to make that thing happen, but he's got to get him some good pieces to go around. He, he needs an offensive line. Go build that man in the offensive line. You got to, you know, I know when you're thinking of draft this year, you're thinking about how, go get that man in the offensive line so he can stand up straight. Because I I felt so bad for him in that in that contest against Seattle. And Seattle doesn't have the greatest defense in the world, and he still was getting destroyed. Next one, the New York football Giants coming off of a very physical Tough Monday night game against the Kansas City Chiefs, but they weren't able to pull that one off, losing that one 20 to 17. A lot of Giants fans thought they were this close to making the dream happen, but the Giants are now two and six on the season. At 27, the New York football Jets. I tell you what, man, the Jets went out there and shocked the world, beating Cincinnati 34-31. And Mike White, man, uh, you know, it comes out there and balls out, and that that offense looks smooth. Uh, that's got to be good for Jets fans knowing that you got a guy who can come in and be the backup when Zach Wilson uh, is not, uh, you know, healthy as he is right now. Just a great job overall by Mike White and the New York football Jets there at 27. At 26, you got the Washington football team. Man, I tell you what, if they didn't have two wins, they probably would be, if not 30 on my list, it would be, you know, maybe the worst. But this team just, I don't know. Uh, watching this game really uh, aggravated me because they had two opportunities at the end to either tie the game, um, you know, and, you know, they missed, they got two field goals blocked in this contest with their new field goal kicker. Uh, I know his confidence level has got to be shot right now. I feel bad for the young man, uh, especially under those circumstances. But in that game against Denver, the score was 17 to 10. They had the ball with like less than a minute left, or uh, a minute of maybe like less than two minutes left had an opportunity to score a turnover on downs. Then Denver gets the ball, fumbles twice, fumbles twice. Washington gets the ball back in phenomenal field position. And once again, Scott Turner's offense 
just can't find a way to get points when they're within striking distance. I do not understand what's going on there, but that's got to be fixed, especially if you're a Washington football team fan. You've got to hate what you see going on with your offense. They can start off at the 20-yard line in their territory, get all the way down to the 30. They get in field goal range, but they can never – They can. it feels like they can never punch it in. It's crazy. Washington's got to fix that. At 25, the Chicago Bears. Justin Fields had a really good week. Justin Fields came in there, did his thing last week against uh, San Francisco, had some really good moments, had a really amazing play where he was scrambling around. For sure looked like he was going to be stopped way back, maybe like a 10 yards deep, and he made some miraculous play to score a touchdown to get that game tied up late. But it was just a little too much of Jimmy G who had two rushing touchdowns in that contest. Uh, 49ers in a winner that one, 33 to 22. But the Bears are 25 on our count there at three and five. The Falcons come in at uh, 24 at three and four. Uh, a game I thought the Falcons could win. I thought they were coming off some good momentum. Uh, and a Panthers team who was on the downside, losing three straight. I thought, oh man, this has got to be a good chance for the Falcons to really make some, you know, leeway in the division. And what do they do? They go out there and stink that bad boy up. <laughs> and, you know, I know they had some issues with Calvin Ridley. Uh, where Calvin Ridley has decided to step away from football because of mental health issues. So Calvin, hope everything's okay, brother. Hope um, that, you know, you get whatever help you need to get yourself back to where you, you need to be. People don't realize mental health is a huge thing and people make fun of it and, you know, oh, whatever, whatever, but people, people make fun of something like that. And it's, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. So uh, our prayers out to Calvin Ridley and, um, you know, and his uh, and his family. So hopefully he can get where he needs to be. We, we're praying for you, Calvin. Next one at 23, the Eagles. We talked about how they beat up on the Lions 44 to six. The Eagles are three and five uh, heading into uh, week nine. And we got them at number 23, 22, the Seahawks much needed victory against the Jaguars. Uh, they got a couple more weeks potentially before they get Russell Wilson back. They're targeting um, the Green Bay uh, game, which, you know, doesn't make me smile, but that is what it is. Uh, but it's, So we'll see uh, if Russell gets back there. But Geno has played pretty decent football. I mean, it hasn't been stellar. But he's did a really good job as a backup, in my opinion, for this team. He's had him in every game. Uh, they've had chances to win the Steelers game. They uh, should have won. Who did they play a couple of weeks ago, y'all? Oh, man, my mind went blank. Uh, the Saints, they had the Saints last week, the Steelers the week before, then two games that they lost by three points where they could have won. And it just didn't happen. Just didn't happen. Number 21, the Minnesota Vikings are at three and four. Second place in the NFC North uh, at three and four. Uh, the Packers have themselves a really decent lead right now. They got a three-game lead over everybody in that division. That division is struggling and trying to get themselves together as Aaron Rodgers and the Packers uh, continue to thrive. And the hit's a crazy thing. They've only played two division – they've only played the Vikings and the Bears. They still got a whole bunch of division games to play. They haven't even played those games yet. So we'll see how things go there. That is, there it is, ladies and gentlemen, the bottom – heading into week nine so heading into week nine our bottom um it's starting to get to a point in the season where it gets a little grim when you start to say well maybe things are not going to work out for, for these teams um during the season um you know looking at some of these teams right now we'll go back real quick the only team to me that i think has a chance to to maybe still make some noise uh in their division and it's a slight chance uh may maybe maybe the eagles but the Giants, not the Giants, but the uh, 
Dallas Cowboys are playing really good football right now. So right now, if you're the bottom, it's it's a really rough go. Next, we hit you up with the outside looking in. And the outside looking in this week, the San Francisco 49ers are three and four coming off their victory from the Bears. The Indianapolis Colts are three and five after a very tough loss to the Tennessee Titans. And, you know, like I said before, Carson Wentz continues to look good this season. They, they, they're still trying to work some things out there in Indianapolis, but I still think they're a better team than what their record shows. At 18, the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City, all of their big wins have come against the NFC East this year. So, uh, you know, I, you know they've got a, um, a couple other wins in there, but it, it hasn't been pretty. So uh, they're still trying to get things straight. They picked up Melvin Gordon the other day via the trades to see if, you know, he brings some um, help to that linebacker core. Uh, but I, I, for me, the, the Chiefs, eh, you know, it's just been that type of year for them. Uh, we're gonna see if Pat Mahomes can kind of get himself back on the right track. But teams have caught up to that uh, Kansas City Chiefs team. At 17, the Carolina Panthers are four and four, much needed win for Carolina. Um, you know, had lost four straight, and they were able to bounce back and, and get back on the right track with a win against Atlanta. Now, they did lose Sam Donald in that contest, so we don't know who will uh, start just yet uh, this week for the Panthers. The number 16 team, the Denver Broncos, also in the same path that the uh, Panthers were at. They were three and four, lost four straight, able to get a dub against Washington. And, you know, they traded Von Miller this week. You know, wow, they traded Von Miller this week. Very tough one for uh, Denver, and they hate to see um, – that happened but you know i think you know sometimes uh things change but man that rams defense man it just keeps getting scarier and scarier so those outside looking in 49ers at 20 colts at 19 chiefs at 18 panthers at 17 and broncos at 16. yeah so the outside looking in had three teams staying in that mix two new teams in that mix but um now we're gonna hit this top 15 and there's a a team that slowly but surely crept their way into the top 15. We'll talk about them in a second. First, let's talk about number 15 team, the Los Angeles Chargers. They're four and three, a very disappointing loss uh, to the New England Patriots, who are our number 14 team on the countdown, um, you know, this week. So, you know, this Chargers team has uh, come in here and uh, a lot of expectations for the Chargers, but the last two games have been really rough uh they've lost uh let's see they they lost to the ravens and an ugly one and then they lose this one to new england and and you know you start to think man what's going on with the charges especially when people are like oh they're winning the division they're looking smooth they beat up on the raiders raiders who are now the division leaders in the afc west no one saw that one coming uh so maybe they'll figure it out here or there but the charges are at 15. At 14, the New England Patriots. I mean, they're 4-4, four and four, but they have played tough football this year. And I will continue to say this, and I have to keep saying this. Mac Jones looks good. I'm not saying he's killing the league, but he looks calm. He looks poised. And he looks like he is just the right guy to lead New England over the next 10, 10 to 15 years. He's got a good young receiving core. Uh, a lot of no-name guys in a lot of people's eyes. But, I mean, I like what I see. Damian Harris is having a really good year on the ground. Uh, Hunter Henry's starting to come around. I mean, I, I mean, I start to look at all this stuff, and, I mean, New England's just 
New England's just a solid team. And don't be surprised if they sneak into the playoffs. That's all I got to say. Number 13, the Cleveland Browns, a team that is on the shambles at times. Like, I mean, they're four and four, but God, good, good, good God. You you would think they would be in a better position. Yes, injuries do have a lot to do with their record, but they just look off sometimes. And sometimes they look like they can be a really good team. And then sometimes they look like they can be a really bad team. So this Cleveland Browns team is just like, it's a mixed bag. We don't know what we're getting from the Cleveland Browns. Next at number 12, the Pittsburgh Steelers sitting in at four and three. Uh, you know, Pittsburgh is um, continuing to get themselves a little bit back on the right track. We're going to see what they do uh, this week. They're coming off of a bye. And this week, Pittsburgh will be taking on the Browns. Oh, excuse me. I'll take that back. I'll, I'll take that back. Not coming off of the bye. They played the Browns last week, beat the Browns. So they put them back over 500. And this week they uh, take on a Chicago Bears team was another chance for them to grow and get to, uh, you know, get to that five and three spot and get themselves in the right position. So uh, we'll see what Pittsburgh can do, but they are number 12 on the countdown. Number 11 on the countdown is Cincinnati Bengals. Now, Cincinnati, uh, probably the biggest disappointment last week. You know, everybody, you know, everybody, that's a gimme game for most people when you look at that. And now the NFL, obviously, these, these guys are all professionals. So you can't just, oh, that's an easy one. You got it. But in most people's eyes, this is should have been a no-brainer for Cincinnati. And then that starts to make you question how good this Cincinnati team is even after the the beatdown that they gave of the Ravens to come in there and then lose a very tough one too. Hey, Jets team that is, you know, they're hungry, you know, they, they, they hear everybody talking about them and talking trash and talking about how they go 0 and 16 or 1 and 15 or excuse me, 0 and 17 or 1 and 16, still getting used to the 17 game season. So that's a tough loss for Cincinnati, but they are number 11. They are no longer in our top 10. Number 10 on this countdown on his power rankings, the New Orleans Saints. I'm going to tell you what, man. If you guys have not seen the video of the Saints celebrating after defeating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the locker room, if you watch Jameis Winston dancing on the crutches because, you know, he is officially out for the season now, if you see my man dancing on the crutches, you would be in tears. I'm telling you what, I tried my best not to laugh, but it was some of the funniest stuff I've ever seen. But you got to love James Winston, man. Like, his energy level is just different. So, the New Orleans Saints, we got him at number 10. Number nine, the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens right now on the bye this week. So, they not too much movement for the Ravens. Uh, the Ravens uh, this week will be taking on the Vikings, a game that they – in my opinion, should win. But, you know, the Vikings are a team that you never know what you're going to get from them. So we got the Ravens at number nine. At number eight, the Oakland, excuse me, the Las Vegas Raiders. That's another one, y'all. I'm still getting used to that. The Las Vegas Raiders, five and two, leading the AFC West. Like I said a little bit earlier, no one saw that coming. But this Raiders team at five and two, chilling off the bat this week. They got the Giants this week, another chance to add on another victory and, and improve that playoff resume. So we'll see what the Vegas Raiders can do uh, this week coming up. Number seven, the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo just beat up, just beat up on poor Miami. Man, it was it was hard to see. And I don't think things are going to get any better this week for their next opponent in the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I fully expect the Bills to go six and two. But after watching Cincinnati last week, 
you know, anything is possible. At number six, the best team in the AFC right now at six and two, the Tennessee Titans. The only problem with this, Derrick Henry is gone for the season. And yes, they did sign AP, but I don't know if that's going to be enough when you lose the best running back in football, the most dangerous running back in football. He gives that offense an element that nobody else can bring. I don't care who you are in the league. Nobody else can bring that element that Derrick Henry brings to that team. So the Titans are going to have an uphill battle, but right now they got themselves in a good position as the number one seed in the AFC. Now we hit our top five. With our top five, number five, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at six and two, coming off of a tough loss to a Saints team who just, you know, seems to have Tampa Bay's number during the regular season. So, you know, they're still in the top five. They still got Thomas Brady. So nothing changes there. They're six and two. We got them at number five. At number four, the Los Angeles Rams. The Los Angeles Rams are the Los Angeles Rams. You know, they are a a really good team, and they just got better this week by bringing in Von Miller. Von Miller, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. Come on, man. This is crazy. The Rams defense, it's almost like you're not going to have any excuses if you don't make it to the Super Bowl. Let's just be honest. No excuses if you don't make it to the Super Bowl. Number three, the Arizona Cardinals. Tough one. Losing their first game of the season um, to the uh, Green Bay Packers. And I didn't see this coming as a Packers fan. Did not see this one coming. I definitely picked Arizona this week or last week against Green Bay. I just thought Green Bay was beat up. No Devontae Adams, no Alan Lazard. Uh, they were banged up. You know, our defensive coordinator, Joe Barry, was out also because of the COVID list. I just thought it was a wash. But, man, Aaron Rodgers and the crew. You know, it wasn't – it was just a drag-out, smart football game. They ran the ball extremely well. A.J. Dillon had a great day. Aaron Jones had a great day. Tanya was having a good day before it, they lost him for the season, so that's a tough one. But, yes, uh, Arizona looked a little bit off. Once DeAndre Hopkins went out with that hamstring, everything was just different. It was just different for Arizona. But they're in a good spot. Arizona's not, you know, in a bad way. And they got the 49ers this week, so they got a chance to bounce back. But the 49ers always played the Arizona Cardinals tough. So watch out for this one this week. This could be a setup one for Arizona. And number two, the Dallas Cowboys. I know my Dallas Cowboy fans are going to be excited to see this one. You're probably still saying, why ain't they number one? Well, you know, I mean, they're just not yet. You know, that time will come. If it makes you happy, Stephen A. said the other day that he felt like they were the best team in the NFC. So I know that's got to make Dallas Cowboys fans say what, but also happy at the same time. I got Dallas at number two. They're six and one and still waiting to see if Dak will get the go this week. Uh, but, you know, they've got Denver this week at home. So, you know, Cooper Rush had a really good game on Sunday, really good game on Sunday night in prime time. And, uh, you know, 300, I think 325 yards, 25 for 40, you know, a couple touchdowns in there. It was a good game for him. And that, if you're a Dallas fan, if anything, you know, okay, we got a backup quarterback. At least this gives you the hope that you got a backup quarterback that you can trust. We got the Dallas Cowboys at number two. And this next one, you know, I say it with pride. Number one, the Green Bay Packers. Now, y'all know I'm not being a homer on this one. You could say I'm being a homer on this one, but. When you beat the best team in the NFL, the only undefeated team in the NFL, you've won seven straight games. 
I mean, they're making the case for me. So I don't have to say but so much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't have to say but so much. So uh, I'm looking at that and saying to myself, I'm very, very proud of what I saw from my team. You know, but they've got a they've got some things they got to figure out. Losing Tunyon for the year, Adams should be back on Sunday. Also, um, should have Joe Barry back and Alan Lazar and all those guys should be back on Sunday as they head to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. So, number one team this week, Green Bay Packers. All right, y'all, that is the power rankings right there. So, we're gonna do our quick review before we give you our mid-season top five NFL MVP. Um, you know candidates i guess you can say or choices at the current time but let's go back through real quick the bottom so the lions 32 texans 31 dolphins 30 jaguars 29 giants 28 jets 27 washington football team at 26 bears at 25 falcons at 24 eagles at 23 seahawks at 22 and vikings at 21 the outside looking in 49ers at 20 Colts at 19, Chiefs at 18, Panthers at 17, Broncos at 16. As we enter the top 15, we've got Los Angeles Chargers at number 15, number 14, the New England Patriots, number 13, the Cleveland Browns, number 12, the Pittsburgh Steelers, number 11, the Cincinnati Bengals, number 10, the New Orleans Saints, number nine, the Baltimore Ravens, Number eight, the Las Vegas Raiders. Number seven, the Buffalo Bills. Number six, Tennessee Titans. Number five, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Number four, the Los Angeles Rams. Number three, the Arizona Cardinals. Number two, the Dallas Cowboys. And I say this one with all the pride in the world, the number one team on my power rankings for week nine, because it may not be this way after next week, the Green Bay Packers. So there it is, our power rankings heading into week nine. Now, Let's go ahead and give you our top five and end this bad boy properly. Our top five midseason MVP list for week nine. Next, we got Aaron Rodgers coming in in this week. Yes, the numbers haven't been sexy, but this team has played really well, and he's been able to balance this team, especially after them starting off with that tremendous, terrible loss against New Orleans at the beginning of the season, 38-3. Since then, the Packers have had a really – um good season and they've been able to win games in all types of ways they've used all types of functions and i don't know that matt lafleur doesn't get the love he deserves because he's got aaron Rodgers, but you got to give this man some type of nod for the at least you know hey give this man opportunity to be coach of the year i mean i it's, it's crazy to me that he doesn't even get thrown into that and this year it'll probably be cliff burr if, if i wouldn't you know surprise so Anywho, that's just this Packer fan talking. Number four, Dak Prescott. He didn't play this week. Uh, injury, uh, you know, uh, held him out, but Cooper Rush did his thing in, in the absence. But, you know, he didn't do anything bad to lose his spot, so we'll keep him at four. Number three, Kyler Murray. Rough week for Kyler. He still had some bright moments in that game against the Packers, but uh, I think he took a smidge step back in this game. Nothing too crazy. He's still in the mix. Number two, Josh Allen, you know. They started off rough against the Dolphins, but they finished up strong in that contest. We got him at number two. Now, you're going to say, Darrell, how do you have Derrick Henry at number one? He's gone for the season. But I'm doing this for one reason, and that's to pay homage to this young man and how strong and how tough and one of the best players in the league. I wanted to make sure that Derrick Henry got at least one opportunity to be number one on this list, and it was much deserved because we're going to find out how much of an MVP he is to this team after this week 
to see how Tennessee can thrive or fall apart without Derrick Henry. But he's number one on my list just for that because, you know, without him, it's it's going to be a tough role for the Tennessee Titans. So wanted to get love Derrick Henry since he's out for the rest of the season. Maybe back for the playoffs, but it will be a stretch. All right, everybody. It's your boy, Darrell Lawrence. Thank you all for tuning in for another edition of One on One here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network, the Quick Ones editions, the NFL Power Rankings for Week 9. Sit back tonight, enjoy the game between the Colts and the Jets. We'll see every Thursday night game has been great this year. Every Sunday night game has been pretty solid this year. The Monday night games have been good. All the primetime games have been really good. Knock on wood, let's try to keep that going. There's maybe like one or two that haven't been good. So we'll see how that goes. I'm your man, Darrell Owens. This is the Legacy Maker Sports Network, and this has been another edition of one-on-one on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. We will see y'all next Thursday for our Week 10 Power Rankings. Peace. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one-on-one, one-on-one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one.